welcome to Check Out This Guy. This is the podcast where we're going to talk about OCs, some guys we've made up, and why we like them. I'm Emery, my pronouns are they, she, he. Uh, I'm Morg, my pronouns are they, he. I'm Spike, and my pronouns are whatever. Oh boy, I've got a treat for y'all today. I've got I've got some I've got a whole crowd of guys that I want to talk about. A whole a whole swarm of them. An amorphous cloud of these little freaks. Tell us about them. M- many guys. Many guys. Man, what's the collective noun for OCs? Uh, 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 you I just mean, said it. <laughs> it's OCs because it's original characters with an S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to call it like a group of something like a murder. Yeah, I, I mean collective noun as in like the funny word you use for a group of things, like a murder of crows. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, I said a murder mm. of OCs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have a better answer if I knew this was going to be a question in advance. I like mm-hmm. the word swarm. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Swarm is a pr- pretty funny. I'm, I'm talking about like six characters, which seems too few for to be a, to be a proper swarm. That's a family. That's a family of OCs. Yeah. Like even if they're mm-hmm. not family a family, of- even if they're not a family in the year idea of them uh Mm -hmm. that you could still call that like a like a like a a, like a small small pride or something of oc's Mm -hmm. we we already know that the numbers will expand and it will reach swarm status at some point especially this one because you i mean we might be adding guys to it yeah, I mean, you yeah. you did ask us to come up with guys. True. Yeah. Not so not, sh- not for the podcast, just in general. Yeah. I, so I guess I'll say um, these characters are from a setting which I created. I'm calling it uh, Gray Pollen. Uh, and, uh, yeah, at some point I plan on running a tabletop game in the Grey Pollen setting, probably using the, uh, the God Eater system, um, cause it is all post-apocalyptic with, like, fantasy elements mixed in. Uh, so, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the setting a little bit first, and then, and then that'll lead me into talking about the characters. Listeners, you uh, might have God Eater if you bought the Racial Justice Bundle, or, like, one of those other bundles. That's how I found out I had it. I was like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I never check these fucking bundles fully. <laughs> yeah, it, sometimes when I have an idea for a tabletop campaign, I just I just look on, go on itch and is like, hmm, I have like a million of these little bundles. Maybe one of these games will be good for running it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the gray pollen setting. Um, the reason it's called that is because of the titular gray pollen, which is basically like little particles in the air shed off by the gray titans, who we'll get to later. And they just make it so you can't breathe. They fuck up your entire lungs. Uh, so Just like you, yellow pollen. Get, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it will just like just like plant pollen, it will kill you immediately. Um so so yeah, what kind yeah, kind of like one of the definitive like visual uh kind of stylistic things about this is when you go outside everyone got to wear a mask that 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 filters air um kind of like a fun visual distinction you know kind of a fun thing for character design anytime i make up one of these little guys i also like get to design a little mask for them and you know uh, kind of like uh, a lot of the masks like follow some 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 visual conventions that I that I kind of implemented. Like a lot of them will have like tinted visors with like kind of facial features drawn on on top of them. Um, so or n sometimes facial features, sometimes just like kind of abstract design stuff. It might just be like lines or shapes or whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, and, uh, so yeah, keep that in mind. Um, and then, yeah, so the, 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 beyond that, the setting, like I said, is post-apocalyptic, like taking a lot of influence from like Mad Max, where it's like very desert wasteland, uh, uh, you know, type, uh, type landscape, uh, like, you know, a lot of like, Basically, everything is built out of, like, recycled and repurposed junk, like, so yeah, very, very Mad Max, extremely Mad Max, pretty much basically Mad Max. Um, <laughs> is there a Walnado? Uh, there could be, if I wanted to. I haven't watched Mad Max, actually. Uh, like, I know the basics of it. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I've been meaning to watch it for years. But like uh, Spike and I watched Fury Road just this week. Yep, and it's a movie we've both seen before a bunch of times. And guess what? It still slaps. Well, that's good. I'll I'll, I'll watch it and see if it slaps, and be like, "Wow, that's this is great pollen universe." Actually, um, yeah, exactly. When you were first talking about the gray pollen before you like explained that they could block it out with masks and stuff. For some reason, the mm -hmm. first thing that came to mind was the white chlorination syndrome from Nier, which uh -huh. I don't know if this means anything to anyone because it's I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's not Nier Automata; it's Nier Replicate or whatever the fuck they call it. The first one. It doesn't mean it's Nier original flavor. Yeah, I only played Automata from from that series, uh, and I feel like, I still feel like I barely know anything about Automata. Oh yeah, there's a lot is. of lore that I did not investigate further. It's fucking crazy because it's also connected to Drakengard, and this doesn't mm -hmm. matter for your setting at all. But there are, you know, I feel like the I feel like there is like a lot of like sandy places in near Automata. Like I I feel like. Some yes. of it's very like post-apocalyptic vibes, so maybe that could like inspire some of the setting too. Yeah. Uh, although I, I do need to warn you, Morg, don't even bother watching the original Mad Max. Okay. <laughs> okay, I won't. I'll just watch your road. <laughs> Less for me to I do. Mean, road Warrior is pretty pretty good. Yeah. The. The original is not like any of the rest of the series. 
Yeah, maybe good isn't the right word for uh, Road Warrior. It yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. It is like where the like where the aesthetics and the design, uh, you know, the the kind of like yeah, the iconic like design mm-hmm. elements of that world really start to really come into their own and like go nutty with it. Yeah, I I, I can only recommend uh, Beyond Thunderdome for the aesthetic. Hmm. Is that the original? No, no, that's the third one. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. So so Fury Road is number four. Gotcha. I thought mm-hmm. Fury Road was three. That's why I was confused for a second. Okay. Oh, like, like seriously, I think most people don't even realize that there is an original titled just Mad Max. Yeah, I I thought it was like Mad Max, and then there was a movie I didn't know about, and then it was Fury Road. That's mm-hmm. what my mind was like. Yep, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so are they going to have big machines like <laughs> like Mad Max? Ooh, is there going to uh, be a war rig? <laughs> there's there's not going to be a war rig, unfortunately. Um. Man, where was I even? Uh, okay, I was <laughs> I'm <talking> sorry. About... <laughs> no worries, no worries. Listen, listen. A lot of a lot of this stuff takes like pretty direct influence from existing pieces of culture. It's fine to go on little tangents oh. about about that stuff. Yeah, and and this is an ADHD crew, so there will exactly. be many tangents in every episode. Yeah, we're we're just out here. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is not like a deep analysis podcast. This is not a, a fucking a brain smart podcast. This is a podcast where we come in and, and you know, uh, not entirely a head empty podcast, but, you know, there's just like a bunch of little odds and ends and trinkets in our in our heads. And we're just going to dump those out and look at them. Yeah, we we're, we're like, going to check out some guys. We might accidentally say something profound because we're talking about our characters and their experiences and their reflections mm-hmm. of us. But that's mm-hmm. like almost entirely accidental. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's I. It's like very Mad Mask esque setting. Uh, it's got you know characters all wearing masks. Uh, speaking of like c- cultural references, um, I actually came up with these characters before I really got into any of Q Hayashida's work. Uh, you know, Doro Hedoro and Die Dark. Um, but yeah, everyone wears masks in those, and I feel like, you know, very validating of my choice to just be like, yeah, what if everyone wore a cool mask? Because, <laughs> you know, both of those series have some very fun, like, mask designs that everyone's just wearing, and yeah, it gives the characters a lot of personality, I feel. You know, also uh, kind of doing a thing similar to what I was going for, where just like, maybe the car- the mask will be like all fucked up and scary, but then the guy underneath is just kind of a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- some of them are very cute. Yeah, they're, they're all... Another, uh, they're all like anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, they're all funny little furries, and they like have the funny little animal faces of furries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the initial like um, kind of like the initial sketches I did for designing these characters were like very Sonic influenced. But now that I'm sort of starting to redraw them a bit, um, they're getting closer to like my own my own uh, you know sort of default style. So. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sonic influence, we'll get to that, don't worry. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's just kind of like the basic stuff about the setting. Now we get into the nutty stuff about the setting. Um, kind of like before the apocalypse hit, uh, there's kind of like this, this upper, upper class, like, you know, aristocracy with, you know, access to like, scientific technology that is basically, you know, equivalent to magic, uh, um, or indistinguishable from magic, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so, like, when things started getting fucked up, uh, when the Grace Titans started, uh, rising up, they were just like, okay, we're just, you know, we're just gonna bounce. We're gonna we're gonna leave things here. Uh, we don't like this dimension anymore, so we're gonna create an artificial one and just in go inhabit that for the next few centuries. We're we're just gonna fuck off fully. We're gonna hit the bricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of a thing that, like, barely gets addressed in, like, the story I'm planning. Uh, yeah, I guess also I should mention, like, kind of my plan right now is to, like, script this as a visual novel, and, like, I've already, like, started on some art assets for that. It might just never get finished, because doing a visual novel takes a lot of work, and I don't have a lot of, like, spare time and energy to to actually go about creating that but you know it's 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 yeah. a lot of these are just going to be like yeah i thought of a s idea for a story in characters i do not have like the 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 kind of life that w would allow me to actually create it yeah i feel like this is a thing that i could like maybe uh, put like actual real progressive effort into if i were like between jobs or something but as it stands, I, like, do not have the fucking hours to put, like, a real focused effort in, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's that's why I'm talking about it on a podcast, so I can be like, here's my ideas. They're neat, I think. Uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, so, uh, world ends, guys fuck off, and yeah, that, like, barely ever gets addressed. It's just kind of like, audience is vaguely aware of, like, alternate dimension being a thing just because a character mentions it offhand early on, and everyone else is like, cool, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um... Uh, but essentially you've got these, you know, sort of highly advanced aristocrats, essentially just like, uh, with, with near godlike power trying to create a being with actual godlike power. They are essentially like breeding these like little, um, uh, these little like insectile people who are who they're just like experimenting on and playing around with and trying to like modify the psyches and genetics and souls of until they create a being with like uh 
the kind of omnipotent power that would allow them to like reverse all the damage done to the earth. Oh man. Yeah. Hey, hey, Emery, I'm just sitting here thinking about how much our tastes are similar. <laughs> yeah. Preview for a future episode. Great, sick. We kind of got some anime bullshit going on. Yeah, but like Xena's not a bug. Uh, but I like that you're like, yeah, there's just some like eugenics in the background, but that's not. Mm-hmm. Those are like the shitty upper class people. We don't focus on them. We're focusing on the people that were kind of left behind. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't like those guys. We're not going to see them. We're not worrying about it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then I guess I'll I'll finally talk about the uh, the Gray Titans themselves. Uh, so these guys are the reasons why the world became a fucked up wasteland, and everyone is having to you know live in like small communities, like built out of like recycled junk. Uh, because Gray Titans are like. Just all of, like, the human-manufactured stuff. What if one day it all just decided to become giants? Like, just all of this, like, material stuff, like, forming together and collecting into these, like, giant kaiju-sized beasts that are just kind of wandering around. Thank God. Just kind of going about their day. Uh... They just kind of, like, just tore up all of society, like, by its foundations, and just kind of, like, collected into these giant monstrosities, and they don't really, like, have any goals or want anything. They, they're, they're just, like I said, they're just kind of, like, going around. They're just sort of, again, sort of, like, background elements to this setting that, you know, kind of influence it, but aren't really the focus. Um, and yeah, so, uh, and like I said, the gray, the gray titans are, like, the source of the gray pollen, so... In order to, like, uh, recollect, reclaim some of the stuff that, like, got absorbed into the Grey Titans, like, you know, some of that stuff just falls off in big piles, and then that's called a Titan Drop, and then you just kind of have, like, a pile of stuff that you, like, sort through and salvage and, like you know, kind of recollect and repair and then, like, use in in order to create a, a functional society. Um, uh, so, yeah, the people who do that are called salvagers. They're the ones who are, like, out there wearing the masks, like, uh, um, just kind of going out there and, and, and finding things for, for people to use. Um, and like most of our, our, our main characters here are, uh, are those salvagers. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I guess now we can actually like, I've, I've done enough table setting that we can actually start talking about the characters, uh, like fucking 20 minutes into the, the podcast about characters. Bring uh, out the first guy. First guy. I mean, so to be our fair, first the guy. Setting, the setting, like, is really important to yes to the characters. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Sorry, go ahead. First guy. Yes. So our first guy is Vermin. They are a funny little opossum. Um, 
they, uh, they, uh, I guess to describe them visually, like, you know, most of the time they're wearing, like, some very, like, torn up ratty clothes, um, you know, cause, I mean, everyone's wearing torn, ratty torn up clothes, you know how it is, uh, and let's see, their, their mask is kind of like a motorcycle helmet-ish with, like, uh, kind of a funny Joker grin, uh, uh, drawn on it, and, you know, eyes drawn on the visor with, like, big X's through them. So, they're actually on the fucking cover art. You can, you can go spot them now. Uh, so, I mentioned Sonic references earlier. Uh, kind of how I went about, like, assembling this cast is... I kind of wanted to make characters based on, like, Sonic the Hedgehog archetypes. Uh, so I kind of, like, you know, uh, uh, just selected a bunch of Sonic characters and then, uh, uh sort of, like, substitute, you know, and then we're like, okay, I'm gonna use this as a base, I'm gonna, like... Uh, uh, just, uh, sort of take a Sonic character and then, like, rotate them in my head a bunch of times until, like, they sort of become their own guy. Uh, so, Vermin, obviously, is, like, the Sonic stand-in. Uh, I'm, and, and... They're different from Sonic, uh, just because they're, like, kind of a huge dumbass. They're very, like, head-empty about it. They're... kinda silly. You know, also having, like, some of those core characteristics that we all love about Sonic. You know, they're kind of sassy, uh, they're quick to start a fight, but also they care about their, their friends a lot. Um, and also, a fun thing to mention, all of the characters have uh, a unique superpower. Um, the, the superpowers are essentially, like, manifestations of their souls, kind of Eidolon-like, but without, like, a guy what comes out of you. Um, so, Vermin's soul allows them to recall the, the last object they touched back into their hand, and uh, also swap the last two objects that they touched. Uh, so, there's, like, a lot of... They, they you know... There's a lot of silly things they can do with that. I've thought a lot about, like, how that can be used to create an interesting fight scene. Um, uh, the, the main weapon that they carry around is just, like, a knife that they can throw. And, like, say, you know, they, they throw their knife and then, like, swap it with a car or something. Then they've a, a, a effectively just thrown a car at you. So they can do a lot of silly stuff like that. God, that's... Crazy. They're, they're yeah. yeah, they're kind of, uh, kind of overpowered. They're, I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know if overpowered is the right word. They're just like very confident in a fight. They're like, it's, it's, yeah, kind of the thing where it's like, it's gonna, you know, if, if, if they find something that actually challenges them, then you know it's a big deal. Well, you compared them to Eidolon powers, so like, just to like, in case listeners are stepping in being like, what the fuck? That's just like like stands from JoJo or like persona mm -hmm. uh powers kind of things. Yeah. But like so they kind of can just do some like wild shit, um, as long as like the character's creative enough. But it also sounds like this character is not necessarily 
needs to be creative enough because they can just kind of mm-hmm. swap bullshit around, which is very Sonic to me yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they can get like very complicated with like how they're like swapping items around and like, yeah, they can like do a lot of like feigns and trickery, but also they can just brute force it and throw a car at you if they need to. Like, yeah. See, see, Morg said something thought provoking, and I'm just over here thinking, <laughs> hey, I bet he's really good at Jenga. You know? Hmm. <laughs> fucking true they could they could fucking roast you at a game of Gen- jenga they could you know you know those solo games where like the the you lose the game when the tower collapses mm-hmm. they would just like they would they would be the only one who can like uh exhaust all the options in that game <laughs> They would be like, yeah, I've I've rolled for everything on the table and I'm still not dead. Wonder what this means. I guess I, j- I guess I won the game. Motherfucker playing dread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the video game, the tabletop mm-hmm. game. I remember, yeah, I feel like you've drawn them like re- didn't you redraw them recently? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. They're the, like the one I remember the most other than the bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the bug, let's talk about Grub. Grub is like the funny little guy of the setting. I mean, they're all funny little guys, but uh, Grub is littler and possibly even funnier. Um, uh, they're kind of like the tales to Vermin Sonic, although their personality is a lot different. Like. They've got some of that like anxiety and 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 lack of confidence, but uh again they're they're more of a dumbass than Tails is. <laughs> Isn't everyone? Yeah, true. I mean, I feel like Grub is like the you know, slightly more sensible than a lot of these characters, but still sort of a dumbass and I like writing dumbasses, it turns out. It's kind of funny when everyone is just going around being being silly. Yep. Grub's deal is that they are like one of those failed experiments that uh that um the people in the other dimension are doing like they were essentially like in the program where they were essentially bred and sort of uh uh tailor made and prepared to essentially like be be a candidate for essentially like attaining godhood uh but you know it didn't work out like you know usually they like undergo a process called like soul transmutation which like turns them into a big fucked up body horror with like ridiculous uh reality warping powers but it just kind of didn't take for them they stayed like a little uh just sort of like a little bug guy instead of becoming a big body horror don't um, don't let that happen to grub no i'm that would that's kind of a messed up thing to happen mm. it won't happen to grub don't worry they're they're little and nice i wouldn't do that to them the cthulification of grub mm-hmm. yeah uh so grub just basically gets exiled from 
this uh, this alternate dimension and just Vermin just like finds them wandering around in the desert because they don't really have anything else to do or anywhere to go. And so they're just like, they're just out there dying and Vermin <laughs> is like, oh no, you little guy, I'm... <laughs> I'd better take you home and like give you a glass of water or something. Uh so that's how those two become friends. Um hey, speaking of Vermin's friends, uh I I want to finally talk about uh possibly the best named character in <laughs> in this entire roster. Uh it's King Shit. Hey, hey, King King Shit is the best name, but you have another one that's close. Okay, okay. Ooh, I wonder I wonder what that is. You're gonna tell us, I'm sure. King Shit is kind of like the Knuckles of the group, but less of a dumbass than Knuckles. Wow. Incredibly. <laughs> I finally I finally sent one in the other direction. They are kind of like the one that keeps uh Vermin grounded and and just like, hey, don't make bad decisions. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> Uh, also, like, they're sort of very low-key, or... I've been- I've just been using they-them for all these characters. Uh, I should actually pay attention to what their real pronouns are. Uh, Vermin is they-them, uh, Grub is he-him, and King is she-her. Oh. Uh, so King is, like, a big fuck-off lizard. Um, I- I- I was kind of using, like, the, uh... Red-eyed crocodile skink for as like just a just kind of a lizardy design to to base the character on, but they but she's like very big and buff and and uh, essentially like the big like heavy of the group. She's got like big arms. Big arms, indeed. Uh, her power is that she can. Uh, Make objects she touches uh, change in size, so, you know, essentially she can, like, take something small and, like, turn it into a, like, huge bludgeon or something. Uh, so, yeah, which kind of, like, suits her fighting style of just being, like, very straightforward and, and, and smashy. Can she shrink things, too? Yes, she can. That seems handy for, like, uh, picking up stuff and scavenging. That's why I was wondering. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. I was just gonna say, she's also a salvager like Vermin, yes, yeah. and, like, the 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 two, like, work very well together, because, like, you know, Vermin can just, like, pick stuff up really easily using their power, like, they can get it out of, like, hard-to-reach spaces and stuff, and, like, King can, you know, grow or shrink stuff to, like, you know, make it easier to access, make it easier to carry around, stuff like that. So they're, they're like, a very effective pair at, like, the job they do. Big Lizard. Big Lizard. I love Big Lizard. So does she go by she goes by king more than she goes by shit if you're like using one name <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean obviously you probably wouldn't want to go by shit it'd be pretty funny i mean hey that's, that's her name her full name is yeah. king shit so she probably yeah, that's her full legal name she probably does get called it yeah that's miss shit that's right that's miss shit to you yeah uh, if if you could, if you can't tell, I like naming characters. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, like it's fun because the first two are kind of named after like animals, stuff that they are. Mm -hmm. 
like vermin, you know, that's people think of like possums as vermin and Mm -hmm. grub. It's kind of just like, (laughs) I love the name grub, but if you're thinking about it too hard, it is like naming someone baby, which does exist. Mm -hmm. Like people do get called baby, like baby monkey ball, baby, best baby. But, (laughs) but then it's like, oh, king shit. (laughs) Yeah. Mm hmm. And you're like, oh, this is just all, you know, all over the place. I love names. Me too. Yeah. And then there's like another friend named Diamond, who is a bird. Um, Morg actually came up with this name, I think, when I was when I was drawing these characters for the first time on stream. I think so. Um, You were just like, I don't know what to name this bird. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Diamond is they, she, he, um, so, like, his power is essentially, like, increasing or decreasing, like, the durability of an item, so she can essentially, like, just touch an object and make it, like, like, hard as steel, like, nearly impossible to break or just like touch something and make it crumble which which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool um i could really use that for my fucking zelda game huh (laughs) yes yeah for real god hey she could even be a fucking rito in i mean she doesn't look exactly like Mm. they don't look exactly like those but like can be easily modified (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it would be nice to swing a sword more than five times. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, she uses like an umbrella as a weapon because, um, you know, he can make it just like strong enough that essentially just like he can use it as a shield that is, you know, even though it's an umbrella, it can just af- essentially deflect anything or just like hit you really hard with it, you know? Hell Yeah. Strong as diamond. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the and yeah, diamond is like kind of a resource manager for like the community they live in. They're like, okay, we're post apocalypse. Like we live in a farming community largely, but also like, you know, resources aren't unlimited. We gotta like make sure that stuff gets allocated in order for, you know, this place to continue functioning in order to make sure that like everyone's getting their needs met. So that's that's kind of their job. And uh so now we get into the two characters who are villains. Uh and you know Oh no. It's uh, again going back to the the this fucking Sonic inspiration. Uh it's kind of an SA2 situation where like, you know, these two characters are villains but actually secretly they're the main characters and they have <laughs> all you know, they have the character arcs that you care about. <laughs> um Oof. Owned. <laughs> I mean, I mean, th- this is why um, Trigger made an SA2 uh, anime starring Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the hero or the light side got owned. Um, Turns out villains are good characters. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who could have predicted this? Who could have thought? Um, They're all good characters. Me. So jot that down. I mean, of your characters. 
thank you. So, <laughs> uh, so the the two villain characters are Hellclaw and Heart Eyes. Um, Hellclaw is like essentially the leader of a group of bandits, you know, like, uh, and and Heart Eyes is uh, his lieutenant. Um, Hellclaw is he she, and Heart Eyes is she her. Uh, so, you know, essentially the first time we see them both, like, kind of like a shipment of food is, like, you know, being driven, um, uh, like, outside, you know, is, is being shipped out of, like, the, the community that all of our main characters are in, uh, you know, cause obviously, like, it's kind of one of the, the, the themes, um, I'm, I'm like going for is like, you know, it's a lot of like post-apocalyptic stuff is very much like, wow, everyone is fucking at each other's throats, you know, fighting over limited resources. Like, you know, the only way to survive is to be like the most independent, but I'm like, no, like, you need to have community with with other people. You need to like fucking help each other, like meet each other's needs because like total independence is kind of impossible. So like even though we have this one community which is like pretty well situated, like they've you know they're able to like produce enough food to feed everyone. Like you know they still have stuff like machinery and medicine that you know they can't produce for themselves. So like. Yeah, it's it's kind of like one of the main themes is like interdependence and 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 communism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um it remind it reminds me of uh there someone wrote a book about the aftermath of uh Hurricane Katrina and how uh communities actually like worked together afterwards and how there's like a thread of like um you know in in uh even in like really bad circumstances that a lot of times like communities can like bring themselves together and stuff and it's like very it's nice because it's like there's truth to it and <laughs> mm-hmm. people aren't all bad and let's reflect that in our media a little bit. Uh it's nice. But um yeah. And then like Hellclaw is is kind of the antithesis to this idea. They're, you know, like I said, he's a bandit leader. Uh first time we see him, he just like attacks this convoy. And just like, cool, we got all this food now, we take what we can carry, uh, we we burn the rest, we we kill the drivers. Yeah, n- none of that nice. Yeah, so it suddenly it's like, oh no, high stakes in this uh in this previously chill and and slice of lifey uh post-apocalypse story. Oh no, I feel very threatened. Chill in quotes, because it's still post-apocalypse yeah yeah yeah. you still die if you go outside exactly (laughs) it 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 is spring and i have really bad allergies so this just does sound normal to me yeah this is you know inspired by real life okay it sounds more i mean honestly sounds i mean if anything yeah honestly like 
Yeah, COVID definitely had, like, influence, uh, just on the idea that going outside will kill you. Also, like, also I think, like, kind of one of the core reasons why, like, masked characters appeal to me is, like, in part because, like, so many of my friendships are online, and, you know, I feel like I know, you know, so many of my friends really well, despite, like, not really seeing their faces or like, you know, or only seeing them in selfies. So I don't really know like how they emote and, and all that. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's just kind of a thing in my life that I feel that I feel like kind of got like reflected and expressed in just kind of like the, ex the desire to like make these characters wear masks most of the time. Just like, yeah, I want these characters to be, like, you know, expressive and, and you know, have, like, clear personalities even when you can't see their faces, you know? Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> see? What, what did I say? You can say some, like, you accidentally stumble across some, like, profound shit. Um, <laughs> which, uh, Spike, which one was the one that you were like, this is the second best name? Is it Hard Eyes? Yeah, Hard Eyes, motherfucker. <laughs> Hard Eyes is a great main mm -hmm. character. Yeah, so uh, I guess I should describe their masks a little. Um, uh, also, like, Hellclaw is is a kitty cat. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and and Hard Eyes is a porcupine. I, I, I originally drew her as, as a rabbit, then I was like, hmm... I don't know. Kind of not feeling the rabbit for this one, actually. So, so I switched to porcupine. I don't know if I've seen um, her new design. I mostly thought of her as Banui. Uh, I'll. You couldn't post it later or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I can find it. Uh, a lot, a lot of these sketches are like posted in the check out this guy Discord server, so you can probably find them if you search for them. I might like also include some. I might include all of them in like the episode art. Uh, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll like make sure there are visual references for y'all to find because those would definitely be helpful. Um. Indeed. So yeah, Hellclaw's mask kind of like breaks the convention of like, you know, having the large visor with like the drawn on design. Um, uh, you know, her mask is like, uh, like a little more Fallout inspired. It's got like, uh, kind of like eyes that are a little more like, that have like a little more armor on them. Like they, it's got these like, kind of like these little smaller like holes that you see through instead of like the 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 large visor portion um and kind of has like sort of ears that stand straight up kind of like anubis or 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 jackal like um uh uh and and she it, she carries a spear also um Hard eyes again. A porcupine wears. Uh, I want to change the design of that um, of that mask, but uh, uh, kind of the idea behind it that I don't feel like I executed necessarily the best on is I kind of want it to be like um, a little more like a like a World War One era gas mask with uh, with of course uh, hearts drawn over the eyes. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so, like, I mentioned the first scene, we see the, these characters, and, like, next time we see them, like, Hard Eyes approaches Hellclaw and is like, hey, I think it's bad that you, uh, that you've gotten, like, that you've gotten so, uh, casual about killing people, like, <laughs> yeah, I see you doing it for necessity, but you kind of just killed those guys for no reason, I think, are, are you becoming a bad person? I don't like this for you. <laughs> um... And Hellclaw is like, whatever, I already killed, like, an entire town full of people. Who gives a shit? Like, I'm already the bastard of all time. Why are you, why are you fucking getting all uppity about it now? I bet there was something there, like, I bet, hmm. you know, maybe. I want, I want, <laughs> I wonder if there's a backstory. Like, oh, maybe Ooh. they convince themselves that they had to and hard eyes was like that's okay but killing these drivers isn't Ooh. Mm -hmm. we love backstory we love lore yeah that's why we're here we love lore um did you describe the other masks besides vermins and um those two I st I didn't talk about uh, King or Diamonds, did I? Um, I think so and Rob actually doesn't wear a mask. Like they've gone through like so much condi conditioning that they can just like breathe the gray pollen and have no problems with it. Uh, does is everyone just like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like hey, shouldn't you be dying right now? And Grub's like, no, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm good actually. This is normal. Here's a question. I love breathing poison. Here's a question. Are there, like, bug people that aren't these kind of bug people? Not really, I don't think. Maybe. I might put... I don't know. Not in, like, any of the characters I have planned, but I don't know. They, there might be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do like the idea of, ver of of Grub being just like, oh, I've never seen anyone like that before. These fuzzy assholes. That person is definitely from out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess they're not all furry, because there's a lizard and a bird. But Yeah. Fucking lizards and birds are still furry. Yeah, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Let's not be pedantic. I was no, it. I wasn't trying to be. I just meant like in comparison to Grub. They're still like yeah. different. They're not, you know, they, they don't have exoskeletons. That's kinda all I meant. <laughs> mm -hmm. Trust me, I have a I have a half bird guy as my Sona. I am totally fine with just calling them all furries. I'm wondering if I should like get into Hellclaw's backstory because like we we got like ten minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 wondering if we want to like start wrapping up or like maybe save these two for for like a part two because they do have like the most involved like uh, backstories and character arcs. Like I said, I feel like we're a little bit deep into the podcast to get like fully into it. But I don't know if if y'all want to run for a little bit longer, we could. I'm fine either. Or way. we could save it for later. Same. Yeah. You know what? In that in that case, I think I'm gonna save it. I think I think uh, we 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 might cliffhanger it there, being like, "Ooh, what is their what is their strange backstory? What uh what's the deal with uh the town that uh Hellclaw evidently killed?" Find out uh, in a future episode. What is the character arcs that they will go through that will lead them to being the main characters who we care the most about? I wonder. Yeah, and then maybe we can go into like. 
your ideas for if you wanted to run it as a tabletop game the next time we go through it too. If like the backstory doesn't take up the whole time. I think that could be an interesting way of being like Yeah. There's gonna be more characters on the way, even if they're not all mine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I I guess I will talk about that a little bit. Like like I said, I want to run this using God Eater as like, you know, changing a lot of like the uh sort of aesthetic and flavor elements of God Eater but like still keeping that like post-apocalyptic with magic powers setting. Um mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Um Yeah, and also like I I I I want the, you know, despite having created the, you know, because I've created this setting myself, I want to, like, set it in, like, a particular, like, town or community that is, like, again, very, uh, very communally created. Like, so my idea right now is to use the game, uh, Did You Say Street Magic to essentially, like, allow all of us to, like, create and populate this town with, like, you know locations and npcs and you know kind of like uh uh yeah give it give it like real you know give 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 the setting like real character that like everyone has a voice in um and like honestly i don't really have a lot of plans for like what the you know overall plot would be like again um i'm planning on taking characters from you guys and your 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 characters and like kind of seeing like what turns up and then like going places based on that rather than like uh uh you know coming up with the plot ahead of time um i have some ideas like i don't know i have a villain in mind that 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 i could use but like maybe i just won't depending on how things go you know uh but yeah you could throw a wrench in your plans very easily <laughs> exactly yeah yeah it was more a matter there of are barely plans at all so yes you could it's more of a matter of like how the magic works and stuff but Mm-hmm. or like yeah yeah and in- yeah instead of like using the normal progression of god eater it would very much be like okay you all get to tell me what your soul does and then that's kind of just like your main superpower for the entire campaign and then like other you know other advancements that you would get would be like more practical skills or like just like useful pieces of gear or things like that mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that about does it for for this episode. I I hope you enjoyed me uh, rambling about this this funny little world uh, I've I've come up with. Yeah, I did, and I was good. I wasn't just sitting here clapping the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> God, do we want to decide on what we're doing next week or or should we save that for like something we're doing in the discord we're, we're this is a new baby podcast mm-hmm. we're still figuring out like uh i guess like the the i guess some of the functional elements of it yeah. um yeah so do we do we do we want to do that now or or figure it out later i i feel like it makes more sense to figure it out later just because like it's probably gonna be something like spike or i just kind of so we're like taking turns Mm -hmm. and stuff but i'm not Mm -hmm. sure like who we should start with and whatever yeah um so we can just talk about that 
in the Discord. And then, like, maybe it'll be, like, in the episode description if we decide ahead of time or something. Just, you know, uh, it, it, it's kind of up to Emery's discretion, I guess, mm-hmm. by that point. Okay. But I don't know. If I think maybe like with some episodes, if we're like, we know we're going to do this next, maybe we'll mention it. But yeah, I guess stay mm-hmm. tuned for one of the other hosts to talk about some shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Do we want to get into our plugs then? Yeah. I'll go first. <laughs> Please do. Ch- check out the check out this guy Discord. Uh, otherwise, uh, I... That's the closest I have to social media. So come to the Discord um, and hang out with us. Um, we even sometimes do things like Toku Mondays and uh, Emery's drawing streams on Fridays. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, we we are planning on like having guests on this podcast. So I think like once we get a few episodes under our belts, uh, just to sort of find our footing with with what we're doing here the and and you know get get you know hear from all four of the hosts at least on each give like at least one offering for uh for for stuff we've come up with um yeah then i think i'm gonna reopen the um the guest sign up channel so if you're interested in coming on and telling us about your guys then then you'll be able to then um also uh, you know planning on having uh uh guests on from our our tabletop group and yeah hearing 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 about their guys uh so look the, the audience is going to eventually find out about the deep lore yeah yeah we love deep lore we love lore that you need to you know y- you need to Ascend from slowly so you don't get the bends. <laughs> Morg, where can we find you? Oh, sure, I'm going next. Okay. Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morg on Tumblr mostly, but also I'm still on, there on Twitter. Um, and then you can also find me at Gengar and Co host and my other podcasts, uh, Ford Ford Re Zero, a Re Zero Watch podcast, and the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, speaking of Sonic inspiration, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's that's it as far as me and the Discord. You know, I think you can f- you can find all three of all four of us in the Discord. Really, I'm on a podcast called We Rate Queerbait, where we talk about the blurry line between homie and homo. The most recent episode we released was on Skate the Infinity. Uh, no, wait. Last episode we released was on Hunters Unlucky, a very funny book about uh, gay war criminals who are cats. Um, and uh, next episode that comes out will be uh, our episode on House MD, which was a delight <laughs> to record. It's a very... <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. Um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> actually, that'll probably be be out by the time you're hearing this. Incredible. Yeah, I think it will. God. That's funny cuz Housebound also just came out with a new episode. So, if you if you like House, there's oh lots boy. of content for you. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know what I've haven't heard of Housebound, but don't worry about House it. is a wild fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also on Fur Affinity with the username Space Robot. Uh, you can go there and check out my gallery. I don't think I've actually uploaded any of the um, uh, characters for for this setting uh, into my gallery because, like, they're they're mostly like sketches at this point. I've got like a couple of finished portraits that I that I would be using in the visual novel, but like. Yeah, n- not anything that I would feel like is really ready to go up in 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 the gallery. But you can see see a bunch of other stuff there, a bunch of other OCs I've drawn. And hey, if you want artwork of your own OC, I am open for commissions. Uh, you can uh, you can talk to me about that on Discord if you know me there. Just shoot me a DM or email me at spacerobotart at gmail.com that is s-p-a-c-e-r-o-b-t no second o a-r-t at gmail.com uh so yeah i think that's it uh we have we we mentioned the discord do we have uh, other social media for this show we do um i guess um they're already set up um because i wasn't sure when the first episode was going out um, but, uh, they are, I believe, let me double check, but I believe they're, uh, co-hosts at, uh, check out this guy, all one word, and, uh, Tumblr at, uh, check out this guy.tumblr.com. And, uh, yeah, you should, if you see our, 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 uh, logo, our, like, um, uh, podcast art uh you found the right places uh and you can also find us on noisepace.xyz home of podcast run by matt gamecube the canadian hence the zed <laughs> hell yeah we love being on noise space good network yes yes yep 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 I'm glad they kept us around, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All my uh, other my other active podcasts are also on uh, Noise Space, so I'm a Noise Space baby. And now we've come to the end of the episode. Now we've come to the end of the episode and are con- confronted once again by our lack of proper outro. Oh no! Uh, I forget what the hell I said last week. So do I. <laughs> Uh, thanks, thanks for all the guys. Kind of like, thanks for all the fish. That's not what you said yeah. last time. So long and thanks for all the, yeah. So long and thanks for all the guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Remember, guys, guys for our podcast is is not attached to gender and we want everyone on here. I, yeah. I know this, however, it did make me start thinking about It's Raining Men. That's so fair. It's raining, guys. Hallelujah. It's raining, guys. Amen. <laughs> guys just just fallen from the sky over here. Yeah. Holding out for a guy. Mm-hmm. Let's just do, like, music references. <laughs> like, <laughs> replacing, like... G- gimme, gimme, gimme a guy after midnight. Yeah!
Bye bye, Miss American Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, what if that was the outro? That would suck. No. What if uh, Lizzo's song Guys instead of Boys? Uh, (laughs) It fits a lot better when (laughs) it's like a line from a song. Like, bye bye, Miss American Guy. The mm-hmm. Chevy to the levy, but the levy was dry. What if the levy was also guy? What if the levy was also guy? Also, not yeah. all our hosts are American, so that doesn't. It, it's <laughs> it's it's guys all the way down. God, that's not bad. It's guys all the way down isn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you y- you got the world, and and the world is held up by four guys <laughs> on the back of another larger guy. And so on and so forth. Yeah, what is the world's turtle if not just like a big flat guy? It's just a guy. Yes. So true. Uh, I feel like I feel like we're 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 really drifting into abstraction here. Yes. Yeah, we can always just like send out these first few episodes and be like, hey listeners, what tickles your fancy? Uh mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll fucking we'll land on something eventually. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to do it right now. Wait, we could also say instead of goodbye, we could say good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Good right, guy. Stop recording. Bye. Bye. <laughs>